Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian. And I'm Inessa. And this is Room Tone, the podcast where we talk <laughs> about Room Tone. Welcome to Room Tone Time. Podcast time for Room Tone precisely when we are quiet again and when exactly we are yeah yeah uh timing is everything i think um it was uh, just as true as when einstein said it as when i said it just now wouldn't you agree yep. Inessa? Timing's everything. you just licked your glasses no, that's, that's fucking gross man <laughs> I'm gonna step right into the profanity. What woke up to uh, woke up from a nap. I, I feel like I feel like shit today. Brian looks like he's still asleep. Actually, that's very I know, kind. I know you can't see us, you. but uh, yeah. why don't you describe what I look like? He looks sleepy. You look like a dog. So <laughs> <laughs> you look like licking. You, you look like somebody <laughs> smeared Alpo on your glasses. Is how you look. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, second time you said that. What do I look like? Describe describe what I look like. To, now that to, my to glasses are clean, I can. Yeah. You look very handsome. Uh huh. And also sort of a little bit sleepy, but okay. mostly handsome. Mostly handsome. Sleepy in a handsome way. Sure. Okay. Great. Handsome in a sleepy way. It's Father's Day. Yeah, it is. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I was about to say end something up. No, actually, you know, we're going to restrict our Father's Day uh, well wishes only to fathers. Yeah. Only to fathers. Just going <laughs> to keep it narrow. I don't want to qualify it with anything depressing, um, even though there are depressing things. Yep. Uh, you know, maybe in, in people who are not feeling well. And uh, actually, yeah, we are going to include them. I uh, hope, hope, hope everybody's doing all right. hope everybody's having a good Father's Day. This is the world that we live in. Like, 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 you can't, you can't say, "But hey, do you want some popcorn?" Without just, I don't know, bumming somebody the insulting fuck out. the people that are allergic to popcorn. You should tell everyone what you uh, got for Father's Day. I uh, got um, a device that will keep beverages cold. That will really... very quickly chill a can of beer <laughs> or soda. If soda. That's what you're yeah, into, yeah. yeah. Very. Quickly, oh man, I should get a some quick beer can chiller. I, I didn't thought I should experiment with that. I mean, I, I tried with a, like a can of Coke, or I started to try with a can of Coke. Oh, you hadn't thought about beer? Because no, no, it hadn't beer was actually, yeah. I think, the main thing that the child thought about when he thought of it. Uh, that's a little bit horrifying. <laughs> Dad can use cause... this to cool off his beer quickly. Well, but <laughs> he always seems really desperate to wait that half an hour for. Yeah, I, I don't think that freezer. that's. I don't think that that's really what it's all about. Um, and also, what was I going to say? Um, Fuck. Uh, I thought it was because I've been drinking more soda lately. Rather, I, I, I thought the intention was for, for that to live in the office, and the fact yeah, that that's part of it too. Yeah. Uh, in case any employers or coworkers are listening, I don't drink at work. No, he does not. <laughs> Brian does not so drink while that, he works. Yeah, exactly. Is... Uh, I do occasionally have a beer in the office, but yeah. um, there's probably good reasons for that. You know, I don't know what issue we're reading today. Two o eight. Is it? Are you it? sure? Two. Now I know that I've read it. But I want to say because like the 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 next thing. Hang I mean, you're going to you're going to lead our listeners to believe. Is it two hundred eight or two hundred nine? It's two hundred eight. That's what I thought. Okay, great. So like the the, the currently reading thing shows up as a two hundred nine. I gotta go fucking find. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you don't want our readers to think that you're not really committed to this endeavor, do you? No, actually, I'm I'm super committed because I I've read two hundred nine. I thought that we were. Um, we were whatnot. I thought that uh, we were already on 209. That's what I had thought. 
although the the cover was that I was thinking was 208. Let's just say numbers. <laughs> one twenty four, but it brings up my, one of my one of my big pet peeves. Um, because you know you know my profession, I'm, I'm an actuary. Uh, nothing that you will hear today should be construed as actuarial guidance. If you have a <laughs> risk engineering, risk management problem, please consult a professional. Yes. Um, when people say like, I, like, oh, you're a numbers person. This is a bullshit. It's an absolutely meaningless thing to say. And for, I, I, I may have already ranted about this on this podcast. If you know anyone who is any sort of, in any sort of quantitative discipline, don't refer to them as a numbers person. That's, mm-hmm. that's utter utterly meaningless because yeah. I said like like I you know I am a numbers person 12 32 67 <laughs> how wait, that means nothing yep. it means nothing whatsoever yeah we do a bad numbers job person. teaching teaching people not just teaching people math but teaching them that uh, uh, math isn't the end it's only a means to an end and uh, yep. everyone should be able to do it it is not actually that hard. Um, irrespective of how hard it is, it is worth it, and it is practical. I mean, just basic life math to exist in the world is not that hard, and everyone should be able to do it, and people should yeah. not be able to go, uh, math, and everyone that says that should get a face punch. They should... Eat. Oh, don't don't just punch their face. <laughs> just a punch in the face until they're Give them like, a pluck oh, on wait, the old banjo, I this say. Isn't, this isn't actually that hard. I can actually yeah. figure out, like what things cost or how to, you know, manage my regular life. Uh, right, right. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know, like mortgage interest and shit like that. Can you turn off the notifications? Yes, I'm sorry. That's I'm, okay. That's what I'm working on right now. All right. Uh, all right, so numbers people would get real hot and bothered over the difference between 208 and 209. Not us, though, because know. they are merely indices into a long, ongoing arc, an epic if you will we didn't we didn't recap this no i don't this even... also came out in 1986 or if you're from an, a different abrahamic religion it's going to be like 57 something or other or like like 600 yeah. uh something the, the if year, you're jewish or you're muslim our, the year of our lord uh, it's a completely you know, different number yeah, yeah. and this is why some people will just like really really lean into Numbers people get really excited about that. They don't. Um, okay. We did not recap. Wolverine, how could you? What have you done? Also, Professor Xavier is a jerk. That's the uh, the splash page there. Kitty is upset with Wolverine. Um, I'm remembering actually the other issue. Like the issue after this one is one that I'm remembering more. Uh, we're going to do like a micro recap. Do you want me to do it? That's what we're going to do instead of the idea that I suggested. Go for it. Okay. So Kitty Pride is on the cover. She is pissed off at Wolverine. Um, see how much I remember because I read this uh, late last night. Feel free to jump in. Uh, I will jump in. Correct me. She is very upset about Wolverine uh, attacking uh, Rachel. Wolverine is angry with her because he says that Rachel was trying to kill somebody and we are not... You know, the X-Men are not murderers, despite the fact that Wolverine himself is like, Every now and he's again. not not a murderer. Yeah. Uh, they're still in the tunnels with the Morlocks. By the way, he's uh, lighting up a cigarette on uh, page four. I just noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that's, that's a thing that he does. Yeah. We're still, we're with the Morlocks. Uh, we moved to Central Park. 
some lady is getting mugged and is maybe about to be sexually assaulted. Whoa. Uh, Celine steps in and does us the favor of uh, killing the assaulter and taking his uh, youthful life force kind of a mixed bag there morally yeah yeah but then also kills the victim the enemy of my enemy is also my enemy yeah uh now we're at the hellfire club celine is angry because rachel attacked her uh sebastian shaw is uh confused and i don't think likes celine very much uh she's a threat yeah also points yes. out that uh, the x-men are not uh, assassination is not the X-Men's way. No. Um, some person named Tess or Tessa that I've never heard You've seen of her before. before <laughs> I've seen her before. Uh, is, you know, jumps in to say, um, you're right, the X-Men aren't murderers, so maybe uh, Rachel has gone sort of rogue and now would be a good time to take her but out. not actually rogue. Not actually In the rogue, X-Men sense. already got one of those. She's right? gone maverick. She's gone maverick. So yes. they're like, hey, yeah, you're right, that's a good idea, let's pursue her um but sebastian shaw Seb- who's sebastian stan he's the guy that plays sebastian stan plays bucky, uh, bucky. Yeah, every time i say that i want to say sebastian stan who's really hot yeah um <laughs> but it's sebastian shaw okay yeah so now we are in this sort of a computerized world uh, and uh, oh, by the way, I just saw something. I'm, I'm, I may be wrong about this, but uh, sorry, I'm on uh, page nine. Sorry for the interruption, but no. the graffiti. Pretty sure that that um, that's a Gojira, but uh, in in Japanese, which graffiti? Uh, page whatever that number is that I said number page that nine. I said yeah. page nine where, where the dude's coming out of the other thing. Yeah. Pretty sure that's a uh, you know right above Coyote. The I think pretty sure that's a um, Gojira. Huh. What does that uh, mean? That's the Japanese word. Japanese word for that's the Japan. The Japanese movie Godzilla was released in the United States as Godzilla. Oh, okay, cool. And I'm pretty sure that's um, it, it's um katakana, which is one of the uh, uh, blah 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 uh, writings. There's like three writing systems in, in in Japanese. One of them is um, whatever the opposite of pictographic is, not the opposite. Brian is just showing off that he took Japanese in college. <sighs> Turning Japanese, I really think so. <laughs> All right, yeah, so okay. we see this uh, sort Phonetic. of a robotic robotic panel thing, and uh, I'm pretty excited at this point because I'm I'm pretty sure that we're about to uh, you know reconnect with uh, Nimrod, and sure enough, there he is on yep. the next page. I don't know what Nimrod's been doing this whole time, and I'm not sure how much time is supposed to have passed since we've seen him last, but. He decides, uh, he, he scans Rachel and decides that uh, she's a mutant. Mutants are the enemy, and so she must be eliminated. Gotta, gotta eliminate that. Yeah, then this, you know, the kid comes up on the thing and is like, hey, Uncle, Uncle, whatever your name is, Uncle Nimrod. And uh, the guy's like, yeah, no, you know, go off to bed. I'll be down to check your homework yep. soon. And then he fucks off to go kill Rachel. Um, the next page is my favorite of the whole issue where she's yeah. like scanning people's. Uh, and the Guggenheim we get, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Scanning people's yeah. uh, brains. My favorite is feet hurt. <laughs> and yeah. also going home. <laughs> yeah. 
the jogger has a really fantastic 80s outfit on. It, yes. it, it's not like over the top by any stretch, but the, the, that outfit just really scans his 80s. Yes. And like really... wi- wide collar and it's a short um, and, and the headband and everything. Yeah. Uh, so it's fantastic. Yeah. And a really interesting uh, internal dialogue as well about yep. uh, staying thin, whatever. So body, Rachel's... Body, body bouncing so hard. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rachel is uh, in in the park. I guess she's in Central Park, and she's yeah. wearing her maid's costume, oh, and yeah. she's like bleeding. Because I actually had a, I meant to go back, and I didn't, but I had a hard time remembering kind of exactly how the other one ended. Yeah. Uh, so I guess Wolverine has stabbed her. She oh is, yeah. You uh, gave her give her the old yeah, snicked. She's in she's in bad shape. Um, she's remembering what happened, which is I don't actually remember her standing over a naked Celine laying on the floor in the previous issue but you know maybe yeah it's like a little bit of artistic license i'm sorry i'm touching things and making noise okay. yeah um so she's very very upset and she's hurt then she realizes that celine has killed these two people in the park and now she's really fucking pissed off at wolverine for preventing her from killing celine she somehow psychically attacks him in the tunnels yep um shadow cat saves him and they all end up in a park together with Caliban. Um, yeah, they get bamfed into the park, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, they're in the park. Suddenly, let's see, Callisto's in the park. Both Rogue and Storm are feeling bad that when Rachel came to them with her uh, sad tears of Rachel, they didn't uh, they didn't support her, and mm-hmm. they kind of told her to just fucking get over it and <laughs> stop crying all the time. They're feeling guilty about that. Um, <coughs> they go searching for her. The Hellfire Club shows up. Uh, Celine's got this like weird um, kind of weird person on a chain. I've never seen that guy before. Friedrich von Röhm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, he, there may be more detail to him, but we, we met him at a minimum last issue. <sighs> Rachel impersonated him or some shit, but whatever. He's 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 part of the Hellfire Club. Yeah, the um, Lord's Cardinal. He kind of reminds me of the uh, the thing from The Walking Dead where that lady had the two the two zombies. Yeah, can't remember her name. Um, damn it! Wow, I can't have like my carry on, carry on. No, it's cool. It just, just press on. Um, so they go searching for Rachel. Everybody's searching for Rachel. Nimrod shows up, and it's just like a big fucking party. <laughs> it's exactly. It's a giant mutant orgy in, in the, the park. park. Uh, they find Rachel. I don't know what happens. There's some fighting. There's some other fighting. Uh, I love the panel on page eighteen of Rogue taking out uh, the, Friedrich, the weird, the weird person. Um, he looks so surprised. It's like a very action, action-packed yeah. shot. <laughs> it, that, that, that is very nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's fighting. The ex, let's see, Rogue takes on the the the, the attributes of the person. Then she takes on the attributes of Colossus. There's like this big standoff at the bottom of page... Ooh, page what? Big standoff at the bottom of page whatever and uh the x-men have no quarrel with shaw they want to take phoenix go their separate ways yeah um and and 
Yeah, and Storm, or someone says, like, hey, you, you, you fuck with one mutant, you, you fuck with all you of us. You fuck with all of us. Um, and let's see, I'm sort of getting lost at the end here. There's more fighting. Yeah, Rachel, it, 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 lost in all of this is Rachel, who kind yeah, of off to the side. Of, Everyone forgets about her. About her, yeah. They're fighting, and then, yeah, Nimrod shows up. And uh, they are all about to get really fucked up. They're all about to get really fucked up. By cool. Nimrod. Next issue called Salvation, which we will be talking about next week. We will be talking about that next week. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. All right. Well, uh, what did you think? I thought this was a good one, despite my inability to sort of remember precisely no, cool. what happened yeah. at the end and yeah. not, uh, not want to stop talking to quickly reread stuff. Um, I like when there's a lot of, you know, I liked kind of how all the groups came together. Yep. Um, it didn't feel slow reading i was thinking today that you know should i should i dislike like am i do i like too many of them should i be more critical if uh no you should not be you, you should be as critical as you are um if you like a bunch of them that's fine uh yeah, carry on like usually when we when we come here i'm always like yeah i liked it but you know not always man no hmm. uh, i i, I think that's true i think I that's true for both them. of us yeah. uh, I, I, th- this is this is a pretty good stretch yeah. uh, these issues um these i did read when they came out maybe like about a year or two after they came out um and it's interesting because I think at the time I, I found them a little bit frustrating, but I'm, I'm actually I'm actually digging them. Why did you find them frustrating? The um, minor spoiler: uh, Nimrod is is a very powerful foe, and at the time I felt like he was just an antagonist to serve as a, as a point of frustration for the X-Men. He, mm-hmm. He's meant, to, and, and maybe narratively, this is what Claremont is going for, mm-hmm. but it didn't work for me at the time that, that he is um, a very powerful foe that they can't overcome. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, and this is by the way, what, what, what this kind of genre always wants. Right. Star Trek next generation introduced the Borg because you have to have the, the absolutely unbeatable foe that you beat. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, professional wrestling had to have King Kong Bundy, the dude who could like fight two dudes at a time and Kong kick their Bundy. ass. Yeah. Or the Road Warriors, fucking great tag team. Yeah. Uh, this is all out of the promotion out of Atlanta. Uh, but, but at the time, I, I felt like it was just, I don't know, something about it sort of frustrated me. And I, I felt like this was a period where the X Men were going, going sort of bleak. That is what's happening. Yeah, it, I think it does rereading feel sort it. Of bleak, yeah. But now I'm there for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. So, so you say that you liked it. Um, uh, tell me more about what you what you enjoyed. Um, I didn't enjoy Rachel because yeah, I find her annoying sometimes. A whiny little bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I like any issue where Kitty Pride features. Yep. Uh, heavily, you know. Yeah, I like her. I like um, the dual belt that she's got. Going yeah, I like her. There, I was actually thinking that I liked her. Uh, like, fantastic outfit. The yeah. current, the current uh, conception of her costume. Quick detour into uh, fashion in comics. Like there's like the the, the superhero costuming and there's just the normal costuming. We have far less to say positively about the fashion. Usually, it's like neutral. Like, hey, this looks like the '80s. But I can remember there's a stretch. I think Cochran was doing a lot of the art where particularly Aurora just looked like a million bucks. Yeah, it's like real yeah. 
uh, early eight, like late seventies ish uh, mm-hmm. fashion. And Cockrum does really, really good um, superhero outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, JRJ not as strong in that regard, but mm-hmm. th- this is a, this is a winner for him. Well, at some point they just decided to keep Aurora in that like uh, bondage gear, right? Yeah, but at the beginning when we first started reading, yeah. she was always in different things, and they were always amazing. Yeah, for costumes. Yeah. But when you say they decided to put keep her in that, I mean that is an artistic decision as yeah. much as a narrative one. Right. Um, and, and again, uh, uh, not trying to take anything away from uh, JRJ's art, JRJR. Um, that, that's how they describe him, you know, Junior, Junior. But um, it, like that's not an area of focus for him. Whereas for, for Cockrum, Cockrum, uh, I, I think Jason Powell put it like this, and I, I couldn't have said it better. Although I'm paraphrasing what he's saying, he's like Cockrum just he he could he could have like three dozen different superhero costumes, mm-hmm. and they were all just really cool. Yeah. But even like her regular street clothes were really really cool. But yeah. now you never see her in anything apart from yeah. that. You know, maybe the last time was when she was with uh, what was his name? Forge. Yeah. Yeah. She was in like a prom dress. Right, so I, I, I'll, I'll come back from the detour. Um, you like issues that feature Kitty. I like issues that feature Kitty. Uh, I like Nimrod because uh, he's funny to me. Funny? Yeah. <laughs> How so? I don't know. Because it's just I just like saying the word Nimrod, which was like an yeah. insult when. Oh yeah. When we were kids, you know, I don't know where that came from. Maybe it came from here. I don't know where it came from. No, or no, maybe um, this came from there. He, he he says what Nimrod he says the, uh, the uh, gives the not etymology but the origin of uh, of the word Nimrod. Oh, I don't remember yes, that. it's an insult, and that too I thought was like kind of lazy. But it was like like Nimrod. What the fuck kind of name is that? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I'm a supervillain and my name is douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but but actually uh, I got uh, I got to look it up. Nimrod predates the schoolyard insult. The word predates that, and it means hunter or something. Hmm. Uh, I gotta look it up. Is it from the Bible? Is it a biblical name? It probably is. Might be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I like I like him, and I like his kind of a uh, ruthless way of of looking at things, and I you know I like how they all kind of came together there in that in that meadow at the end. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's most of what I, you know. For me, a lot of liking an issue is just that like I don't find myself checking how far I have to go before I'm done reading, which is usually a sign that I don't like something. <laughs> yeah. You know, what page am I on? Oh, God, I'm only on page 18. I guess there's seven more pages of fighting or trying to figure out who the hell people are or whatever. Nimrod. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a biblical name <laughs> after a fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nimrod is Hebrew. Mm, for Name of the great grandson of Noah, huh. known for his skill as a hunter. So Nimrod first appears in Genesis we don't actually read the Bible that much, <laughs> which is why uh, we, we don't we, we have not come across that. Uh, yeah, Nimrod definition is a skillful hunter. Uh, Second definition, according to whatever Google has to say, is an inept person. <laughs> I wonder how that because like there are a lot of stupid names. Yeah. In the Bible, I do read the Bible whenever. There's a I lot read. of stupid names in the Bible. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> I'm just there are like when you really read it, as I do sometimes yeah, yeah. when I go to services. What do you mean, stupid names? I'm just like silly names, whatever names, just names that are Hebrew no... names. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't read your parts of the Bible. So you you don't see any stupid names in Aramaic? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. All I of just... the stupid names are in your part, which is all in Hebrew. <laughs> but when we go to 
services. I do yeah. read the part that they are reading as services that yeah. day in English. And I do, you know, especially the parts where there's a lot of familial, uh, yeah. you know, genealogy. They have a lot of stupid names, but I'm just wondering how, like, silly sounding names. What is- I'm wondering how the name Nimrod specifically got pulled out of the entirety of the Hebrew Bible and turned into a schoolyard taunt. Uh, that I can't say, yeah. uh, but I'll try to rescue you from slandering <laughs> many, many you know, millennia of generations of, uh, of your tribes people. Uh, it, it does strike me that there are some names that just, sure, fine. David, Daniel, go, go on. <laughs> Benjamin, that's great. Habakkuk, what the yeah. fuck? Shem, yeah. Shem, Adam. Keep going. Yeah, sure, sure. Eve? Yeah, don't mind if I do. Although Eve is like, you rarely see it, certainly in, in Jewish uh, fair. Yeah, yeah, naming, you don't see much, there are but, not actually that many Eves. But like, like if, if, if you said, hey, there's somebody named Eve, you yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, it's not like Zachariah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is yeah. weird that we, it, it, it's all about context. And because some of these names are, are very, very common, like David and Daniel being, being you know, among very popular names, mm-hmm. uh, at least among our our set. You know, maybe yeah. not in China so much, but you know, Chinese <laughs> Jews, yeah. y- y- Europeans have inherited that as a very, very typical name. It's like, yeah, sure, David. Yeah, there's nothing weird about that whatsoever. Yeah. But um, others that just didn't make the cut now they seem completely alien to us. I'm stating something, yeah, possibly profound or possibly just really, really. Well, there are a lot of them. Maybe when people think about biblical names, maybe they think that those are just the only ones that were there. But there are like loads more that have not continued on into common usage than the ones that have continued on into common usage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're very much the exceptions. Yeah, Rebecca. There, there we go. There's there's another one that that survived. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are Sarah, obviously. Yep. Yeah. 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 Those seem completely normal. Nimrod. What the fuck? Who names their kid Nimrod? Who names a kid Nimrod? Noah's son, one of his sons, whichever son that was. Shem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Shem. Sh- Shem names kid Nimrod. What, what? What's weird about that? I can't remember. I did at one point. Uh, know, somebody else named their kid Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all the same thing. I have read the thing about Noah and his family, but I can't remember his other kids' uh, kids' names. I don't want to. I don't want to get distracted into deconstructing Genesis, but um, the whole way that the the whole Noah thing plays out. I'm got, I'm going to steer into the skid here. That's all that I need to read to know that, like, take the Bible with a grain of salt, folks. Which part of the Noah thing? Noah gets drunk, and one of his kids sees him naked, and so, like, the kid is is, is cursed. And I, and somebody's going to instantly say, like, you clearly haven't read it because you don't know anything. Like, I know enough to know. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 one of Noah's, uh, one of the... Children of Noah is like cursed, and and you're gonna look it up, or somebody's right. gonna look it up. No, I'm not gonna look it up. Um, yeah. And that, of course, got got used as to, as a biblical justification for racism. Right. You know the, uh, the, the well, oh Ham Ham Shem the, uh, Shem no not Shem maybe Ham whatever anyway maybe Ham yeah maybe Ham yeah I think so so that was used uh, particularly in that's America. why we keep kosher also. What's that Ham because of Ham? No, it's not really true. Okay. <laughs> But that would be just as valid, <laughs> illogical, it predicts. And, and and I don't want to. I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. Yeah, okay. No, no, one of his children sees yeah. him naked, and then he's mad at him, so he like casts the. The kid who saw Noah naked, yeah. and hung over, 
was like not the victim. Like that was the 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 wrongdoer. Right, right. Yeah, according to the telling. <laughs> but then weird. later Noah has sex with his daughter, so that is also a thing that happens. Or they have sex with him is how it's portrayed. I thought it was Abraham that did it. No. I'm pretty sure it's Noah. Anyway, there's plenty of incest in the Bible. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is <laughs> there's some silly names in the Bible. There's some good names. If you want to fact check and it's our arbitrary which ones are which. If you feel the need to fact check our biblical knowledge, don't. Just don't don't send us any email about uh, what we got wrong about well, the story. I, I, I mean, or do. Or we, do. We don't, way, we don't care. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and pray for us and, and I'll... Um, uh, I'll light an incense candle for uh, for everyone else. Uh, j- just be nice to each other, folks. That's really you know we don't need to we don't need to spend hours poring over sacred texts to get us to the place. But be be a little nicer, everybody. Just be a little nicer. All right, moving on. We've <laughs> got to the X Men. Uh, I, like I, this I, issue. I, oh, Look go, forward yeah. to the next one. Sorry, um, I don't have much more to say because I did no research. That's cool. Do you have any questions for me? Um, my question for you, unrelated to the X-Men, is have we talked about the end of Stranger Things? No. So, final thought about this issue for me. What's your final thought? That's my question. Um, Do you have any final thoughts, Brian? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, As a matter of fact, I do. Thank you for asking. Um, (laughs) I I, I dug it. What what I really loved about it is... um, We've got three different sorts of groups of mutants, right? Yeah, you, you got the Hellfire Club, you've got the uh, you've got the uh, the Morlocks, and you've got the X Men, and they're all shouldn't say they're all fighting each other. The Morlocks are not quite in the mix, but uh, I, I love that this this is one of the first issues that has all three of them in, in the same place at the same time, and they are all in their own way. On the wrong side of the law, they're all uh, in their own way dealing with these moral compromises that they have to uh, uh, engage with just to kind of get along. Of the three, obviously, the Hellfire Club are the most evil because they're they're pretty deliberate about right. their you know Desire to they, take they, like the world, they would yes. be fine if <laughs> they were just like if they would yeah exactly if they would stop stirring the pot they would be fine but it, it, it's fantastic that all three of them come together they start beating the shit out of each other and you know nice very well done comics fashion mm-hmm. this is this is very nicely staged fight scene it's engaging uh, to me but then it concludes with um, actually you are all. <laughs> <laughs> to fuck you equally all yeah. yeah you're all equally at risk yeah. uh and i i i find that great yeah. um i'm trying to put a button at the end of this but um it's one of these things that at this stage really really speaks to me in a way that maybe it didn't when i was when much you much younger yeah. where i i I'm going to say i needed a little more clarity or more division between hero and villain i don't mean in in the sense like I was not mature enough to accept an anti-hero because we've got enough Tony Soprano. We've got enough Don Draper. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. Um, I think at the time it felt to me like the writing was a little sloppy mm-hmm. in that it was a little bit too muddy. And I think at that age, my thinking was, and I'm, this is like maybe I'm 15 at, right. at the time when I'm reading this. Uh, I'm thinking like, you know, God damn it, Claremont, pick a lane. Mm-hmm. Now looking back right. on it, like 
he's beyond that. Right, you see the right, <laughs> you see the moral complexity in it. Yeah. Yeah, well and and not like moral complexity. I, I mean I mean more like 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 I mean yes that is definitely there, but just in the sense of narrative construction mm-hmm. that we have an opportunity for this very interesting narrative dynamic whereas a a a, a lesser writer would have said that the X-Men fight the Hellfire Club. Like that's it. Claremont knows I've already done that like twice. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to cut it. There's got to be something else going on. Right. And we have that uh, we have that dynamism where the Hellfire Club is very, very wrong. Uh, they're also a little bit right, saying, hey, don't murder us, yeah. X-Men. <laughs> At least try not <laughs> you know, to come and murder us. Um, and the X-Men, they're like mostly right, but they're also a little bit wrong with the murder. And, uh, yeah, well, and Wolverine trying to... Yeah. It, 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 exactly. Mistakes, and, and the but... Morlocks are, are also there. We're like... Um, Hellfire Club, you're trying to take over the world. X-Men, you're trying to save the world. Morlocks, we're trying to just d- d- depart from yeah, the world. Exist in the world, we, yeah. we, we have these three different worlds. And, and then it, it concludes with, actually, you're all wrong, yeah. according to Nimrod. <laughs> and so uh, I'm absolutely there for that, because in the meantime, we have uh, a very well-paced bit of superhero action. So, mm-hmm. bang, yeah. well done. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that. Well, this is, and this is uh, a good example of, uh, you know, why I live with and do everything with Brian. Um, <laughs> well, well, you, the reason why you do that is because you are legally required to do yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't have to stay legally required to do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can legally disrequire yeah. myself yes. from doing it. But like, I don't know, it's always fun to listen to you um, because you always have like a deeper view. And I'm always like, I liked it deeper, because there was like lots of fun view. fighting and yeah, yeah. I like the colors. <laughs> um, and I might have come to that, but I would have had yeah, to yeah, have yeah. written the recap. Like I would have had to have actually gone through panel by panel and written it all out and thought about it and you know, read some things to come to that uh, idea but you're always very quick with uh you know thinking of things in a complex way and uh that's why you add a lot to this podcast oh, you're very sweet and happy father's day hey thanks yeah. thanks um okay so you had asked about stranger things yeah, just whether we talked about it uh we talked about it a little bit I'm not going to talk about Stranger Things. No, okay. I don't want to talk about I want to talk about uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had now. That's I haven't seen yeah. it, so I don't have anything to say apart from that there was a and cute little girl uh, playing. So, Maya. so, so, so we've got we've got some big news. Okay, we have yeah. a big announcement that we're going to make to the two or three people who listen to this podcast. We've been kind of teasing this. In, in, we are two people that listen in, to this podcast. In true. You don't listen to the I mean, podcast. I listen to it when I'm in the car with you. <laughs> uh, in, in true Claremont fashion, we've been kind of planting the seeds for this explosive narrative uh, narrative shift for, wow. for a while now. Okay. So let, let's just start off with the really big announcement. What we concluded yesterday, we had a, we had a walk along the beach. Yeah, we were at the beach, and we had a, a kind of a, a kind of a meaningful <laughs> talk with one another, and we decided that we, did. we decided that it's time to call it quits. Yep. With Disney Plus, yep. <laughs> we're going to say goodbye to Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, we're out, Disney. Yeah, I mean, not yet, but but, but that is that is be. in the yeah. works exactly. And so, said, so, well, you know, let, let, let's have uh, a, as one might do in a relationship, like, hey, what well, one last one for for old times' sake? <laughs> who, <laughs> who hasn't done that? Who hasn't been there? <laughs> uh, so I watched three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi yesterday, yep. kind of back to back to back. Um, 
I'll start off with the good news. Okay. Watching, that's actually a good chunk of of, of these kinds of episodes. I, um, I think the pacing of all of the series, be they Star Wars or MCU, the pacing on all of them is, is pretty crap. Mm-hmm. Has been pretty crap. I think that all of the criticisms, valid criticisms that people have made of some of the Netflix series, they absolutely apply to the Disney Plus series. It's like six episodes, we got to crank them out like this. We really don't want to compress them into a movie. <laughs> right. It's a little bit too much for a movie, but like maybe not quite enough for six yeah, episodes. We, yeah. Well, we, yeah. Um, but the six episode structure, it, it doesn't work at all. It, it hasn't worked at all. But in the, watching, you mean in the Marvel stuff? Or the Mandalorian or, or, the Mandalorian, or Boba really, Fett. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian well. was not so bad. Boba Fett was just like... Yeah. Yeah. Long so, I, so what I will say is watching three episodes back to back to back, like that was okay. Um, I think if I'd watched a fourth, uh, it would have been terrible. And if I'd if I'd seen just the one and then had to wait a week for another one, then were they an hour, three hours? No, they're 40 like 40 minutes, 40 minutes yeah. a piece, basically. So so it's about so so it's like it's like a really shitty movie, two hours. <laughs> two so here's hours, yeah. here's um, and, and I'm gonna go ahead and spoil. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not gonna watch I it. Didn't figure and to anybody else, I'm I couldn't spoil Obi Wan Kenobi more than the people who are making Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> So, so you know, I start off with the good. Watching three episodes back to back to back was okay. Um, oh gosh, Moses Ingram. I'll look up the actress's name. She was okay. Uh, that's about where the praise ends. That's the little girl. No, no, no. She's uh, uh, Moses Ingram. Hopefully, I'm getting her name right. She is one of the baddies. Oh, okay. One of the inquisitors. Hmm. Not to be confused with the accusers, hmm. as uh, you know, Ronan the accuser from Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. and uh, and so forth. Form of um, this is a series that doesn't need to happen. And okay, if we're going to make it happen, fucking make it good. Do you know? Do you know what the plot is? All I have no, I, I don't here. know anything pl- about it. I haven't read anything yeah, about it. I, I didn't even know that you and McGregor was in it until I saw him on the screen <laughs> yesterday. So, so here's the plot of the movie. Uh, Princess Leia has been kidnapped and Obi-Wan Kenobi needs to, uh, rescue her. Sound familiar? Princess Leia is a child? Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah. So this is not the first time, rather, chronologically, this is the first time (laughs) that Leia will be kidnapped and someone needs to, uh, needs to rescue her from, uh, like an army of Imperial whatnots. Uh, this is also the plot of The Force Awakens, uh, in a sense. (laughs) So, yeah, woman has been kidnapped, and uh, a, a, a you know ragtag fit of uh, ruffians or Obi Wan Kenobi need to rescue her. In the, f- I guess in the very first Star Wars, when you see like yes. the holographic thing of her, yes. you assume that he does not know who she is. Oh, he hundred percent knows. He knows who she is. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I don't even get me started on that because I, I read uh, the AV Club reviews and synopses, and I'd, I'd seen headlines about how. Obi-Wan Kenobi breaks Star Wars canon. I don't give a shit about breaking Star Wars canon, but if you want to dwell on the minutia of whether this can fit in with established Star Wars timeline, or like, oh no, no, she did, she never met uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi or something like that. I don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, I just what, wasn't what sure. that yeah. Because um, I, I don't give a, give a shit for a lot of reasons, <laughs> but people wouldn't be posing this People are always going to be posing those questions. Here's my point. <laughs> Narratively, it's, it's vacuous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that they want to. What is the uh, what is the comparison? So like, like Obi Wan Kenobi says like like oh yeah I'm out of the game you know call me Ben now I'm not a Jedi and 
I know what it is. It's, it's basically, it's a paint-by-numbers Joe Campbell. Okay. Right? So it, it's a hero's journey for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, there's the call to adventure. There's the refusal of the call. There's a meeting with the goddess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 and, and this is important because, as we all know, Star Wars was Lucas writing the monomyth. Right. <laughs> as a sci-fi uh, adventure. But this is, this is paint-by-numbers Joe Campbell. Mm-hmm. And I just can't, I just can't imagine who, who cares. Um, also, there is a, uh, a small role for uh, Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm, yeah, it's good to see him getting work. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'd rather see him play some music. Mm. And that's kind of saying something. I mean, I, I got, <laughs> You're not a big Red Hot Chili well, Peppers I mean, fan. I, I, I've got no, I'm kind of neutral yeah. on Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, I, how, are they, how are they described in The Good Place? Southern California, Southern like yeah, funk, funk rock, band. something yeah. funk rock being Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Have you ever paid money to <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm kind of I, neither here nor there, but uh, I, I'd rather see him making music than uh, he was. He was weirdly distracting. Jimmy Smith was okay, but boy, oh boy, just boy. not something that needs to be made. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's just boring, mm. really boring. Um, Don't they like test market that stuff? Don't they show it to people? And people are like, there, there's, or like, there's, show the storyboards. You're like, hey, do you want to watch a thing? I'm sure there I mean, are people, people who think that was fantastic because know. that's true. Because I do talk, yeah. like, I do when I talk to people that I feel like people are not critical or like are not good at being critical. And maybe even so, I mean, having said that, I yeah. always like the X Men. Maybe I'm not critical about some things, and I've recently become after you know I watched the Mandalorian. And I was like, okay, it's pretty good. You know, I gave. Uh, one division of i think a pretty fair shot but then after a while it was like this is you know yeah uh, boba fett might have been the thing that just why that broke was you, this yeah. why am i watching this yeah moon knight broke me huh. um first two episodes i was i was digging really, it really but um, it, yeah. yeah like you 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 put a quarter in the slot machine and it you know it pays out once and it just doesn't pay out after a dozen times like i, I may be the sucker here yeah uh but I think that there are people who like it for a few reasons. Um, because they're primed to like things. Because they're bad at being critical of stuff. Let me finish. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. Thank you. Uh, it is an easy consensus thing to watch. Yeah. If you're if you're with a family, whomever, it's an easy consensus thing to watch. True. For a person, it's easy to say, like, okay, you know what? I've got six solid episodes, and maybe it's, it's not life. Maybe it's not going to be great, but uh, I know that there will be enough familiar shit that I can. I, I I don't have to think too hard about what it is that I'm going to watch. Right. But that's, which is one of the problems that we have, peak television. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There is also like there's enough familiarity that I think there will be attention paid to that rather than whether it stands on its own, whether this is a story which needs to be told right. or because this we we got into this about Boba Fett, which is your your question, totally legit question, is is this a story that needs to be told? Now, now I sidestepped that question by saying. If a story is told well, right? I, I mean, Rogue One, I guess, was not a story that needed to be told, but it was an awesome movie and Rogue added One, to the canon. I think absolutely. Yeah. Rogue One is, I, I think, the apex of Star Wars. 
uh, I'm not saying it's the best movie. What I mean is like like that's where Star Wars peaked. Mm-hmm. Rogue One is probably my favorite Star Wars movie. It, it's very very good. It is a story told well, and it nods to established canon without disturbing it. It expands yeah. uh, the universe that that uh, that the characters live in. Uh, and it does all of this in two hours, and then it gets the fuck out of the way. <laughs> right? And it just moves the fuck on. Solo, I think, is an example of one where the entire foundation is uh, these elements that are that are referenced in other movies. Right. Uh, so here's how we get, what is the plot of Solo? What actually? I have no idea. I slept through Solo. What actually happens? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I but here's what I can remember from having seen it. We understand why it is that Han has the name Solo. Right. The explanation of which sucked balls. <laughs> What's your family myself? name? Oh, I'm by myself. Okay, Solo. Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, like, Lucas's writing was always really blunt. That is about as subtle as Lucas got. And it was just, like, really hitting you over the head with it. This is Rogue, a kind of guy that keeps himself. What should I call him? Hmm. Like, Charles Dickens would have said, a little, a little on the nose. But no... We can go even, even more yeah, obvious even more than obvious, that. All right, yeah. so what I, I remember how Han Solo got the, the name, name Solo. Right. I remember him meeting Chewbacca. I remember the Sabak game with uh, Landa Calrissian, and that the Castle Run he got he made in twelve parsecs. Right. I don't remember the what the fuck else no, uh, no, no, other no. than the fact that um, Woody Harrelson was in it for yeah, some reason. Woody Harrelson was in it. And Darth Maul showed up at the end again for some goddamn reason. And the guy that played young Han Solo is pretty cute. And he was awesome in Hail Caesar. Yeah, he was awesome. It's a, I, I mean, it's a shame because I think Solo has pretty much put you know put an end to his career, <laughs> which is a bummer. I, I mean, I'm sure that I got paid uh, decent money for that. But uh, yeah, we'd love to see more of him. You for maybe different reasons. Yeah. But... I mean, you know, <laughs> just, it was just a stray observation. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> This is a podcast that does not shy away from the fact that we acknowledge the physical appeal of some of the people. I mean, Hollywood movies, you know, like Hollywood hiring attractive people to appear in movies is not exactly news. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a while. The, the hey, other speaking reason, of which, Thor coming out uh, soon. <laughs> the other reason that I was thinking people, I mean, yeah. the reason that I watched or started to watch a lot of that stuff was yeah. just the sort of completest thing. Like I've, I've sure. seen all the Marvel stuff yeah. and I'm not going to let something get past me without, yeah. you know, yeah. without having watched it because otherwise I'm not going to understand some yeah. you know, thing in the future, but, uh, no, no, it's too much. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done I, with the Disney stuff. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm absolutely with you and, and we've come to the realization that the cost benefit is just not there. Yeah. It feels onerous. Um, I feel like I have to finish watching it. I have to watch the next thing and it never fucking ends. Unlike a movie where it's like, I go, I watch yeah. it. It's done. Yeah. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. And again, like, like if it were interesting, cool. I, I, I think that seven seasons of Star Trek Deep Space Nine was not enough. Mm-hmm. I would, I would watch those people do shit continuously. And I'm not saying every episode was a home run. Right. Um, you know, they, they, but they, they had some really, really fantastic episodes there. Uh, that cast was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, the Marvel. There, stuff. Are, there are others like like Star Trek Voyager. I I didn't see every episode of that, and I, I feel like that was a wise choice on my part. Yeah. So point being. If they were doing really good stuff, right? No, I mean, I <laughs> yeah, agree, but yeah. like you know, it's like I saw one thing and it was kind of just man, then I saw another thing. You know, Loki was kind of like so many of them seemed like they started out promising and then kind of yeah. like at the end, uh, Boba Fett sucked from beginning to end. Uh, yeah, just so we're done. Thanks for the fun, Disney. Thanks for it's the been, fun. It's been real. Uh, it has been. Yeah, looking forward to uh, Thor. Uh, am I looking forward to anything else? What else? Uh, a black, oh, a, a Wakanda Forever is coming out. That'll, yeah. that'll be cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the things that I can yeah. see in the, yeah, the theater. Yeah. And I will probably continue to go and do that, even though I didn't enjoy uh, Doctor Strange. Sure, sure. Yeah, the rewatch value is is sinking. Yeah. We've got these, all the with these yeah, things. Yeah, we've got DVDs for all the things that we really want to rewatch. Yeah, Infinity War. I'll, I'll watch that, like, right now yeah. and uh, think that it's uh, fucking amazing. Uh, so that was that moment in time culturally, and I'm very happy that we were there for mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah there, there are some of those cultural moments that happen, like the thriller video <laughs> that was <laughs> that was this that was this moment in time uh that happened and 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 i was there for that and then i guess nothing happened until infinity war yeah this the, these are the these are the bookends of yeah. culturally of <laughs> my life video and- which is weird because i mean like, like i i mean thrill is not something that i revisit uh for anything other than nostalgia it's, yeah. musically it's not you know uh, it's not something that i'm all that into but um but, but it, participating in the broader culture maybe right. this is how i phrase it i mean you know the culture there were moments that are fantastic i mean you know seeing bob dylan the the second time i saw dylan was was great yeah. well, there's the been a number of grateful dead shows but those are not like common common things for yeah the like being really into um the marvel stuff was like new for me because i've never you know yeah been someone that was like really on top of the cultural various sure, cultural sure. things and so i didn't see a lot of stuff so it was like you know, I'm highly conversant in yeah. the MCU and like that yeah. was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, period. Yeah. Um, final kind of stray thought, final ish, maybe stray thought about that. All that is in terms of, of like how long something can be. Cause it, it, I say this a bunch. Roger Ebert says if a movie's bad, it can't be short enough. And if a movie's good, he doesn't say it can't be long enough, but, but like, like it, it, it's hard for a good movie to be too long. Right. Um, Endgame was three hours, and it's not like film buffs <laughs> were the ones who had the patience for that. Fucking everybody yep. had the patience. Like a billion dollars on a th- fucking three-hour movie? Who who does that? Yep. That, that is, the, I, I mean, the, okay, The Godfather. I mean, the, that was something that was similarly just as popular in this very long film. Um, Gone with the Wind, fine. But these are these are rather exceptional moments where... An audience can be entertained, <laughs> yep. right? Uh, whereas uh, six episodes of Loki, nope, no thank too you. Much, too, too much, much, too much, too uh, much. It sucks. And um, uh, Ms. Marvel, maybe we'll see that. But I, I read the first couple issues of the comic, and that's great. And maybe I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, I get that. All right. Any all right. any other yep. any other final thoughts? I think we're all good. All right. Uh, farewell to our listeners, and farewell to Disney, Disney. Plus. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. 
Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Jackie Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.